days at the stick. From who's got it better than us to brick by brick. It's always the 49ers way from off season to game day. Yeah, we talk back. It's the 49ers cut back. It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show, everyone. Ready to talk about who has the edge in the run game. This might mean a little bit different thing to each uh, because not only is there an edge to be had in the run game, but attacking the edge seems to be the way that these teams are going to be going about it. And we know that both these teams have well-respected offensive minds, so they pay attention to what the trends are going for each defense. And they know that they're going to have to make sure they have a consistent run game to be able to defeat the other team. Because part of the motivation of getting a run game going is not just to uh, get into your bag and be able to run play action and be able to really put the defense on their heels, but also to win the time of possession, to make sure you stay on schedule on first and second down and to impose your will a little bit. Because let's be honest, if you're the 49ers, you want to see Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. You don't want him on the field making plays for the offense. And guess what? If Christian McCaffrey's reeling off runs, you have a successful run game going, you're eating clock, and you're limiting the opportunities for Patrick Mahomes, which also keeps your defense fresh and allows that defense to only need a couple of stops potentially to win you the football game. And on the other side, the 49ers offense has been very potent this season. So Kansas City's going to want to limit their effectiveness. They're going to want to make sure they keep Brock Purdy and those weapons off the field because offensive explosions are nothing new for the 49ers. They have went off in several games this year, including the second half versus the Detroit Lions. And everyone can talk about the fact that Detroit Lions defense wasn't that good and that the 49ers should have scored a lot of points. But when you score seven or 27 points as fast as the 49ers scored 27 points, everyone raises their eyebrows and takes a look. Because those are still NFL-caliber players on the other side of the football. And the 49ers did it not just through the air, but on the ground with Christian McCaffrey. Kyle Shanahan made sure that he executed everything in high level. He got his offensive players in the right situations to be successful. And so in this game, you're going to see two really good runners, Christian McCaffrey versus Isaiah Pacheco. But it's way more complex than that. There's a lot more to it. There's scheme involved. There's personnel involved. There's tactic involved. And both of these coaches are going to try to take advantage of what the other defense gives them using the talent that's set around them. Whether that is McCaffrey, whether that is a player like Isaiah Pacheco, or maybe it's Debo Samuel or Mecole Hardman or other players that are on the roster. They'll do whatever they can to exploit the opposing defense. Uh, So we're going to get into that in this. We're going to go over stats. We're going to talk about how exactly these teams are going to attack each other, and what each team has to do to stop the other. Because whoever has the edge in the run game could be walking out of Las Vegas as Super Bowl 58 champions. For the 49ers, that would mean they finally got over the hump of the quest for six. And for Kansas City, they just are building upon their dynasty of what they've created since Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid got together. So uh, this is going to be a fun one. Like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Thank you so much for helping me. I did reach 5K. We're on to the next. The quest for 6K is on, uh, but you won't hear me talk about it for a long time. I really appreciate all of you helping me reach that milestone. You're listening to our audio platform, 49ers Cutback on Believe. Uh, Please give it a five-star rating. 
And I thank you all for listening and checking in every time you do. And if you're going to bet on the big game, bet with Bet Online. It's playoff time, and the usual suspects are heading to Vegas for the championship. And our partner, Bet Online, is your number one source for football odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of bets on everything from the coin toss to the color of Gatorade, Bet Online is the number one source for your championship wagering. Head to Bet Online and join today to get in on all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. So, in the running game, we've seen the 49ers have some struggles through the playoffs, and that has been well documented. Pretty much every single pundit has talked about the 49ers' struggles against the, the crack, uh, toss crack, uh, you know, against the pin and pull, a lot of people will call it. But that attack on the edge has been a real problem for the 49ers. And a lot of people are saying, hey, this could be a Steve Wilkes problem. Some are saying it's a personnel problem. Some are saying it's a scheme problem. Well, after watching and breaking down that film uh, from you know, and, and the other playoff films as well, I believe the 49ers team is right. I think there has been some execution issues because when you have those edge plays out on the outside, you have certain players that have responsibilities. And a lot of times people will see that defensive end get cracked and believe, oh, he gave up the outside edge. The truth is there's more players that are responsible for that edge than just the defensive end. Yeah, he's not supposed to give up space and allow you to run off tackle in that area, but he's not the only one that's relied on to create a hard edge. There is a force defender. In a lot of cases, it's usually the cornerback. He's got to come up and he's got to force that play back in that's why they call him the force defender. Force defender wasn't always there like he was supposed to be. And when he was, the alley defender wasn't there like he was supposed to be. In a lot of cases, it'll be your nickel corner, whether that's Diameter Lenore or a safety, depending on what the look is and which direction you're running. Nickel corner might be on the other side of the field, and it might actually be a safety that's tasked with that job. And his job is to run the alley and make the play. And then there's also pursuit. You've got guys, linebackers, that are supposed to come and fill the backside pursuit to uh, determine when that guy can cut back and make plays against that cutback. There's a lot of responsibilities that go into stopping an edge run. And I think the 49ers have been good at it in the past. They've always had guys who were able to run the alley, whether that was Jimmy Ward and Jaquiski Tart, who were good in run fits, Talanoa Hufanga, who was great in run fits, or guys who played the nickel before, like Kaywan Williams. Uh, they were fantastic in helping set the edge and be really good run stoppers. We have saw Diamondo Lenore be very good in this category, and he's going to have to be good again because it's going to be on him a lot of times to be the alley defender. He's going to have to step up and make those plays in the open field, and he's going to be battling through guys trying to block him. Carverius Ward's going to have to be physical. He's going to have to come up and be a force defender. What's difficult about playing the run against a guy like Patrick Mahomes is he can absolutely kill you with an RPO. And what is an RPO? It's a run-pass option. That means it's a run-play called, but he has the ability, if you get a defender moving out of the area you want to throw to, to just pull it down and throw the football. And a lot of times what you have to do is you have to try to split the difference. Can I still cover this receiver and give enough help in the run game? And I think that's a conundrum the 49ers have been put into recently. Do I sit and take away this slant? Or do I come up and play the run? And on some cases, the 49ers have been caught in between. So they're going to have to be very diligent and very deliberate on their intentions in this game. 
I look for Steve Wilkes to try to help the 49ers out schematically. Because, yes, when it comes to alignment, Steve Wilkes can help the 49ers a little bit more. But how do you do it? Well, one way you do it is slightly move guys a little bit outside. Gives them a proper angle where they can beat some of the defenders who are looking to come down and block them and hook them in or to kick them out. You have certain areas where you can move guys and edge them a little bit. Now, here's where it gets difficult. Isaiah Pacheco is able to establish an inside running game with, and the way that teams have been doing it recently, double teams, uh, pushing those defensive tackles into the linebackers. If you edge out a linebacker, for instance, a little bit, he's going to have a bad angle when it comes to one of those guys coming off the block and getting on him in the second level. So you have to stop that run game on the interior first, then you can edge. With everything, it's about protecting those linebackers. The defensive linemen have to make sure they do their job, and Steve Wilkes has to make sure he has the linebackers right where they're supposed to be so that way they don't get kicked down or, in cases where they're edging out, get kicked out. The very difficult and the very fine line between being in the right alignment and then being in the right spot and run fits and being able to beat those offensive linemen to their spots. The offensive linemen have the angle, and they beat you to the spot you're going to be in trouble. So that is a short answer. I know it probably didn't feel that short on how exactly the 49ers are going to try to stop this run of the Kansas City Chiefs. And there's a lot of ways to look at it. Now, I went back and I watched the 2022 film, saw exactly how Kansas City attacked the 49ers in that one. I went back to 2019 and watched how Kansas City attacked in that one. I thought it was going to give a clear picture on the areas that Andy Reid thinks he can take advantage of the 49ers defense. Now, what's interesting about the 49ers defense is you go watch 2019, 2022, and you see differences between what Robert Sala was doing and what D'Amico Ryans was doing. Also, personnel is different between 2019 and 2022, which means you can do different things. And now here we are in 2023, and the incarnation is completely different. The 49ers play defense differently. Steve Wilkes has a different rhythm to his calls. He goes to different things at different times. He has different tendencies. So the attack can't be exactly the same. So the 49ers know what Andy Reid wants to do. They know where he wants to attack. And then you just got to make sure you do your due diligence to be there and take it away. So they want to get on the edges. That is exactly what the Kansas City Chiefs want to do. Because if they can get on the edges like they did in 2022 using McCall Hardman, they're going to have an opportunity to gash the 49ers. What they do is they get enough of a, a speed, a head start to get around your edge defender, Nick Bosa, uh, this case Chase Young, and they leave them unblocked, and then they're able to pull the rest of their guys up to the second level and get some space. Those are going to be tough avenues. Now, when it comes to Pacheco, he's an angry, physical, a very explosive runner, so you're going to have to make sure you make tackles by gang tackling. Get him to the ground. Don't let him to get extra yards. He's never done until his knee's on the ground. He's just that kind of player. He runs with a reckless abandon, a Tasmanian devil type mentality. So you just have to make sure everyone is crashing to the football, get there. Uh, The whole team needs to rally to the ball. And I think the 49ers know that. So that's going to be early on is determining how exactly Andy Reid is going to try to attack. I look for Andy Reid to know that Steve Wilkes is going to think here comes a lot of plays on the edge and him try to take a couple of shots in the middle. If the 49ers hold up, then yes, he'll go back to the edge. And I think he'll use Pacheco. They can run the toss play. They can run the outside zone. But I also think they're going to use some RPO and try to put uh, the 49ers nickel and slot defenders 
in a little bit of a predicament. Do I take away the pass or do I go with the run? And that's going to be a responsibility of Steve Wilkes to determine, hey, are we pass first this week or are we run first? And that's going to be a determining factor of how the RPO is ran in this game. But uh, 49ers know what's coming to them. It's going to be a lot of fun. The 49ers have guys that can get it done in the run game as well. They can put pressure on the outside uh, by using a variety of different ways. Now, the easiest is just using Christian McCaffrey. Uh, McCaffrey is the number one running back in this league. He rushed for over 1,400 yards. The cool thing about McCaffrey is he can get it done in a variety of different ways. He can run right at you. He's a physical runner who has great vision, and he can attack you right down the middle, or you can get him to the outside. You can run him on zone plays. And the 49ers have been turning to the outside zone more as teams have gotten used to the 49ers using gap scheme and things like that. Now they're going back to their bread and butter, putting Brock Purdy under center, running outside zone. It is what the 49ers like to do. And so getting Christian McCaffrey in those spaces is important because running the football on the edge against the Kansas City Chiefs is huge. Now, first off, the Kansas City Chiefs run defense is number 27 in the league as far as DVOA. Uh, So they've struggled this year to stop the run consistently. And we know the 49ers have had some recent struggles against the run, and I think they had a couple during the season, one against the Cleveland Browns, another against Arizona, where the run game looked really bad. But you got a situation here uh, where the the 49ers are going against a run defense they should be able to take advantage of. Uh, Being 17th is not the best. 49ers offense uh, running the football is number one, according to DVOA. So this is a matchup that you like. Also, since week 10, yards per carry allowed, the Chiefs are number four, giving up 4.8 yards per carry on the ground. You get 4.8 yards per carry on the ground as Christian McCaffrey in this 40 yards offense, and that's going to open up a lot of things for what you want to do. Because if McCaffrey gets going, that's when you start having some real problems. And Kansas City hasn't exactly had a glowing rush defense in the playoffs. Yes, they're a really good defense. They have a lot of talent, and their secondary is fantastic. But everyone's talking about the 49ers' struggles against the run. Green Bay had a pretty good game, right? I mean, Green Bay did some things on the ground that the the 49ers didn't really care for. Uh, they were very successful in that. Green Bay had, you know, a, a good a good game, 111 yards, but 111 yards is not spectacular, right? I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs give up 112 per game. 49ers gave up 111 in one game, and everyone kind of freaked out. Now, then you look at the Detroit Lions, and they had 155 yards rushing in that game. So they did a really good job, uh, you know, running the football. And you got to give them credit. But, you know, you're looking – or, I'm sorry, 182 yards on the ground. You look at it, it's like it's pretty good. But you look at Kansas City, and they haven't been doing that great against the run either. Uh, in the playoffs, they give up 147 yards to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins had 4.3 yards per carry. Then the next week against the Buffalo Bills, they, the Bills got 146 yards. That's 24 attempts for 6.1 yards per carry. The one stout performance is against Baltimore. Uh, the, the Baltimore Ravens struggled to move the ball on the ground, only 89 yards. But you look at the other two performances, it's not like they solved this thing overnight. There's an opportunity to run the football. So, yeah, the 49ers have had some struggles running the football. So has Kansas or to stop the run, but so has Kansas City. Uh, they've really had some struggles. You look at um, this from Week 10. 
And this is the Chiefs' defense since Week 10. You're talking about the run game. As far as EPA, they are number 30. Uh, and then explosive rush rate, they're number 20. So they give up big plays, get big gashing runs, and Christian McCaffrey is one of the big reasons why. McCaffrey is spectacular in what he can do with the ball in his hands. So the 49ers want to feed McCaffrey. Spagnola knows that. Steve Spagnola is going to come in with a game plan to try to limit the effectiveness of McCaffrey. The Detroit Lions did the same thing. All focus, all attitude, they were going downhill at McCaffrey consistently. And that's why the 49ers started getting Debo Samuel involved. And I look for the 49ers to do the same thing in this game because the same way that you can get McCole Hardman involved and, and make him stretch that 49ers defense horizontally, running the jet sweeps and the push passes and the counters and the reverses the same way that we saw uh, the Detroit Lions do, those are things that Debo Samuel does at a high level. And if you just flash back to 2019, that Super Bowl, Debo was getting the ball a lot early as they were committing to try to stop Raheem Mostert. He was coming out the other side, and he was having some big plays. So you can't focus all your attention on McCaffrey. You'll miss out on Debo Samuel coming back at you with some big runs. So I think that McCaffrey and Debo are going to be a huge part of the 49ers run game. Another thing that I think is going to be huge as far as the run game goes is the Kansas City Chiefs have a specific way that they want to play against the 49ers run, and they've done it all year, is when you are in 21 personnel, which is two running backs and one tight end, or in a lot of cases, the 49ers are run 22 personnel or 12 personnel, which is one running back, two uh, tight ends for 12 personnel, 22, it's two running backs, two tight ends, is they go heavy, the 49ers do. Well, the Detroit Lions match that with a heavy group. They would come in with extra defensive linemen, Green Bay Packers brought six men to the line of scrimmage. Detroit put eight, nine guys in the box. Well, Kansas City primarily just goes with their base defense. Three linebackers on the field, we're going to come at you, and we're going to try to stop you. But when they do that, they're 29th best in EPA. So they give up a lot of yards when you're in 21 and 22 personnel. The 49ers run more 21 personnel than any team in this entire league because they want Kyle Juszczyk on the field. So this is where you find an advantage for the 49ers, running in those heavy sets. Now, will Spagnola change it up? Will he do something he hasn't done and put an extra guy, an extra defensive lineman on the field? Will he put an extra defensive lineman or extra linebacker at the line of scrimmage? I think those are going to be interesting things we find out. But I think if the 49ers find a situation where they're in 21 personnel and they get the, the three linebackers in there, the seven men in the box, they're going to run the ball consistently. And I wonder, even if they bring a safety in, if Kansas City can consistently stop the 49ers' run game on the edge. It's going to be one of the most interesting things to see. 49ers' edge blockers are tremendous. From Jawan Jennings to Charlie Warner uh, to George Kittle, they are really, really good. And then you sprinkle in some really good blocks from Brandon Ayuk and Jawan Jennings, and you've got the makings of a really good, successful run game. So they struggle on the outside, and that's where the 49ers want to attack. Kansas City this year versus zone runs, they're 31st in yards and carries allowed. So they're one of the last two in the league uh, when it comes to zone runs. And I talked about the 49ers going back to zone run. They're running a lot more outside zone than they ran early on in the season, and they've ran over the last couple years. And that was a huge problem for Kansas City in the Super Bowl in 2019. Raheem Moster in that 49ers run game had a lot of success. So I look for the 49ers to try to do that because that's really going to marry into what they want to do in play action. You can get that 
defensive line moving one way, you can run that zone. If you can run it successfully, then you can start bringing Brock Purdy out on the backside with either full rolls or half rolls and find areas to throw the ball as you create horizontal windows. Uh, I know that's passing game, but I want to tie it in to what they're doing on the run game. Also, Chiefs are 25th best defense against under center runs. So when Brock Purdy's under center, the 49ers have a really good opportunity to get things done. So if you put them under the center and you run outside zone, you're going to have an opportunity to be successful against the Kansas City Chiefs. So you see that there's different ways for these guys and these teams to be able to attack the opposing defense. 49ers and Chiefs both want to get out on the edge and create opportunities in the run game. For the 49ers, they're going to have to prove consistently as far as a defense that they can slow up Isaiah Pacheco on a toss crack, that they can slow up Nicole Hardman on a jet sweep or a push pass, and they're going to have to stay home for reverses. Because just because Nicole Hardman's going that way doesn't mean Rasheed Rice isn't going the other. The creativity of Andy Reid is always on display. You have to make sure you do your job. So as backside defenders, you have to pay attention to people coming back towards you. Offensive linemen pay attention, especially skilled players pay attention. That's another area where I think the 49ers are really good. They use their motions and shifts maybe better than any team in the league. And I think that's going to be one of the dynamic features is how much attention do you pay to Christian McCaffrey? I think if Kyle Shanahan realizes early in this game that McCaffrey is going to be a focal point, not only can he use him still, uh, but he can use him as a decoy. He can move him around, uh, play action fake, that'll work. Also put him in motion and then find areas to get the ball to somebody else. I think that that's an avenue the 49ers are going to use in this game. Now, one thing that we have to add to the run game that we haven't talked about yet is the screen game. And I know a lot of times people say, well, screens are passes. But the way that these teams use screens, they're like extensions of the run game. And both of these teams want to spread the other defense horizontally. So you always have a goal in the game to go in. You want to stretch a team horizontally. You want to stretch them vertically. If You can do both. That means you're going to create a lot of space for your team to be able to get open uh, and find areas to either run the football or catch the football because space is a benefit to the offense. Defenses want no space. They want everything closed down. They want to squeeze it down. They want to be right on you, give you no chance to make any sort of plays. So getting these screens going, number one, can spread you horizontally, and then that will open up the inside run. So we talked about earlier, you know, the 49ers edging out defenders potentially to stop outside plays. That's the danger if they start hitting you with screens and they're successful. You edge out, and then next thing you know, they have creases in the middle of the defense where they can chew up some big carries for Isaiah Pacheco. So the 49ers are going to have to be very good again. Your forced defender has to come up and set an edge. Rally defender has to come up, and they have to try to make that tackle. And then you have to have good pursuit. Your linebackers have to come up. They can't overrun it. Don't go too horizontal. If you go horizontal, you're going to overrun the play. You have to come up. You have to get vertical, and you have to run through your window like you're supposed to. If you get there, you're going to be fine. Force defender, alley defender, guy set for the cutback, and then you've got them pinned in. That's what they have to do, but that's not it. Defensive linemen also have to retrace and get out there and try to make the tackle and help. Uh, This is one of those times you're missing Cleveland Farrell because he was so good at that. But the 49ers have defensive linemen that are athletic enough to go out there and make an impact and linebackers that are capable of being in the right spots. So I look for the 49ers to be well-equipped to to handle this, and I think the Chiefs are going to try to do the same thing. 
All you have to do is watch a little bit of film and you see how much Kyle Shanahan wants to get Debo Samuel the ball in space. And I think that that's going to be a key in this game. Screens to Debo, jet sweeps, push passes. There's going to be a lot of avenues to get Debo the ball, not just in the traditional receiving role that he plays. So it's going to be all hands on deck. 49ers trying to figure out exactly how to attack this defense. Fagnola blitzes a lot on second down. So you have to have success. Uh, and if you can pick up a blitz, you can run away from it. But another area of this run game, that's going to be very significant is the quarterback's understanding of what the defense is doing. Because if you have an understanding of what that defense is doing, you see that they got a single high safety. You see that they have two high safeties. Then you have an idea of what I can do. You have a light box. Let's run the football. I have a heavy box. Let's look for something. Now it's not always the case that you throw the football against a heavy box because sometimes they might be heavy but lean to one side, and you can go the opposite way and have success in the run game because you don't always want to abandon the run game. You just want to find the best way to be successful. It's not good enough to run into the teeth of the defense because you got to run the football. You want to make sure when you run, it gives you the best chance to be successful. Well, we've seen Patrick Mahomes be able to do this at a high level. Now, they don't consistently stay with the run. They don't. Uh, they run the ball about, I think, it's 18th best in the league as far as number of carries. The 49ers run the ball a lot. And if either one of these teams get to 35 carries, they're probably going to win this game. 49ers know that if they get to 40 under Kyle Shanahan, it's a done deal. They won the game. That's a goal of theirs, to run the football consistently. George Kittle said it, uh, and you don't know how much it's true, but he said, hey, we're going to run the football a lot. Christian McCaffrey's really good at football. And I think that's a smart thing to say because you have two goals in this game. At some point, you do want to run the ball consistently with Christian McCaffrey. But if he's a decoy, uh, then you want that focus to be on McCaffrey as well. But I think Brock Purdy coming up and being able to get the 49ers into the right play at the right time is going to be huge in this matchup. If he can come up there and see what Spagnuolo is doing, where those players are lined up pre-snap, and get the 49ers into the right play at the right time, could pay huge dividends. That's why you go in there with that adjustment being available to Brock Purdy. Oh, it's we got two passes. Oh, we got a run play, but I can move it to the other side and run it to the weak side and have more success. Oh, there's Chris Jones on the outside. Let's go ahead and run the football to the middle. But I think that's going to be another key in this game. No Charles Aminahue, a little bit lighter along the defensive line. How much will Chris Jones play interior, and how much will he play on the outside? The 49 if he's playing in the inside, the 49ers are gashing them on the out. outside. They might move him on the outside to set the edge. But when that happens, it leaves them vulnerable to be able to trap him and run inside. So... I think this is going to be a fun matchup. The, the team that gets the edge in the run game is going to win this football game. I think it's a big-time key matchup. I think both teams have the offensive lines to do it. They have the skill players to do it. It's going to be about execution. It's going to be about calling the play at the right time. And both these coaches know what's up. Thank you guys so much for joining. Uh, really appreciate it. Like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. This episode was brought to you by Bet Online, where the game starts. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Until then, stay safe. Remember, the right way is always the 49ers.